right, welcome to Now This Is Podcasting. I'm your host, Connor, and I'm here with uh, former guest, Calvin. Thanks for having me back. Once again, no Jane this time, but that's all right. Yeah. Uh, we're here we'll to talk- back soon. Yeah. We're here to talk about a pretty interesting one, uh, Anonymous Animals. Uh, this had a uh, kind of a weird release. I think it, it originally came out in like film festivals and stuff in like 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it had uh, a, a, not a big release in theaters. Like I think I was trying to get tickets to it and I couldn't find them anywhere. No. I mean, we couldn't even buy it until literally last, uh, what, what what was, what is today? The 5th, right? Yeah. When like, it came out, it came on in the 5th, like we couldn't find it on iTunes or um, like just any streaming. streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it'd been out for a year. Yeah. It was odd. And so, yeah, we ended up being able to get it on like, I think Apple TV is what I ended up buying it on. Uh, I think it's like one of the only platforms you can, at least in the US, that you can buy it on. Yeah. It was I ended up out. buying it too, because I was like, you know, I didn't necessarily just want to use yours. I'm like, this looks good. I'm going to buy it. Oh kind of pissed about that now yeah um i do have there's not very many reviews on imdb about it but i found one that's kind of funny uh it's um at only 64 minutes long the one uh one minute and 41 second trailer is the movie toss the french dialogue in there and this is a classic not um so many things i could uh think of a better time waster like watching paint dry one star is generous um how do you feel about that like what is your first impression compared to this guy's impression of the movie. So I was really excited to see this because it has no dialogue and it seemed dark. So I was expecting a lot of emphasis on ambient sound and camera work to create something really interesting. I'm pretty disappointed. Um, it's, I, I wouldn't say it's that bad. Like the, what that guy is describing is because it's just like a lot of films can, can just linger like that and they can just really like, uh, like percolate. Right. This doesn't, this isn't one of those. It's not great at doing that, mostly because the editing is very strange. Um, but we'll get into that in a moment. Like, what did you think of it? Uh, I think it's a really interesting idea that becomes less interesting the longer the movie goes on, which is odd to, considering it's barely an hour long. Yeah. That somehow it's like, it, the more it goes on, the more it loses me. Um, I have kind of thoughts that we can get into later on, like stuff I would do differently. But I think this movie is just so obvious in what it's trying to do. And oh, and I yeah. think that that can be fine considering the fact there's no dialogue in this. So you need to be kind of, you need to find a way to tell your story, you know, if you're not going to have any exposition or, you know, any dialogue to help the audience along with it. But this is like so on the nose that it's, it. like I said, it's like at the beginning, I think there's like a vagueness to it that I found really interesting. Yeah, I still like don't understand why he was chained to a tree. Yeah, I don't either. But uh, that's the only thing in this film though that I didn't understand. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like right after that, it's like, it takes like two more scenes for me to be like, oh, I know what this is about. And so, yeah, I think that it is fine to be disappointed in this movie because I remember like looking up the trailer because I, I was just getting a hold of you. I was like, we need to find, we should find something that came out more recently to do because we had done like Evil Dead and stuff. And we were kind of doing some older, older movies. And I was like, oh, we should find a new one. And I found this and I was like, oh, interesting. Like French movie with no dialogue. Like, okay. Like, yeah. We'll be the only two who want to watch this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is maybe part of the reason we don't have Jaden in on this one because <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not like a your typical movie. Uh, it's uh, directed by Baptiste Rouvier, and uh, he also had a writing credit on it. I think he wrote the whole thing. Um, yeah, I don't. Think he's he also the producer. Right. Well, it was released by Anonymous Animals, like Productions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think it's all his thing. Like this is just like purely his vision for it. Um, yeah. And like I said, it's an hour and four minutes long. I couldn't find a budget for it. Save my life. You know, I love my stats. Couldn't yeah. find one. Yeah. And uh, there's no box office really because it it just got a minimal release like just a week ago or so um and there's like it did like film festivals and stuff before that so not a lot of stats on this one 
Uh, but do you want to give a go? It, it has like the French title. Ah, I mean, Ani, I don't know French well as well as I. You're do. the language like, guy. I, I wanted, know. I wanted you to take a take a stab really, at it. I really shouldn't like considering how much I cook. <laughs> I really I need to understand like French pronunciation a lot better. But it's animaux, anime. I like that. That's okay. perfect. Yeah, you nailed it. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's terrible. I'm sure it's not even close. But right. no one's gonna listen to this episode anyways. This is. I, I mean, this one might do well. I was like looking up just to see if there are any reviews on it. There's like one other review on this. So we might like, oh, crazy. We, we might top we're, the charts with this. One. <laughs> we're gonna, we've got a corner on the market. Yeah. Um, I, I want to get uh, kind of the way we go through these usually is, you know, like start first with the look of the film. Uh, this is like a really interesting mix of like really well-tracked, I think, dolly shots that are like, the camera's really stable and mm. it's these really nice, smooth shots. And then it's immediately edited together with like these really jarring handheld cam shots. Yeah. And I think it's kind of distracting to have both of those elements. I, I don't think they work well together. Yeah. I, I, it's not that I don't think that they, they don't work well together. I think they work, they can work well together. And I understand that, that there's so much handheld camera work here to, um, cause it's meant to reflect the perspective of terrified and confused people, but it's too much Mm -hmm. it's way 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 too much it's it's too much in terms of um the the number of shots that we have it's too much in terms of how long they go and it's too much in in the degree to that uh, to which it shakes it's yeah you just a little bit this is it's i would say it's 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 like kind of that area between handheld and like shaky cam where it feels on purpose at some yeah, parts like it's, it's like, not even that like that they've got it on it on a poor gimbal or something like yeah. that they're just like actively like moving the camera to make it jarring and unsettling i do think one one part of like having those kind of two camera techniques used that i found interesting i think there's an emphasis on using these like really smooth like stable shots when it's the emphasis is like more on nature and like the uh, mm-hmm. animal characters it, they're all like these really really nice shots with like you get like these really great wide shots of like uh there's like that one deer hunter and i think like yeah all, all the best shots they use in the trailer unfortunately there's not a, a whole lot of like cool ones to grab actually watching the movie um yeah it's just more of like the forest like those those shots of the forest are just fun and interesting because i mean there's your there's your camera speaking yeah. in a way that uh um that I was expecting more of. Right. Yeah. That's, that's another thing. I think like the emphasis on nature kind of being like, that's like the calming smooth camera work and like, yeah, just the shots of the woods. It's like, it's on like a, a track and it's just slowly moving or like slowly pans around. There's like slow zooms. And then as soon as you get to the human characters, that's when you get like your handheld cam and it's moving around a bunch. And so I kind of like, I like that idea of having the camera technique split between like, depending on what uh, the emphasis is on. Yeah. So I, well, I said I don't think they work well together just because I think the editing between them isn't very smooth. Mm-hmm. I, I do like the idea of like each kind of uh, like character group having its own camera technique for it. I think that's interesting and that's a cool like directorial idea. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Put it to it. So yeah, that's someone that understands how, why we do camera work the way we do it yeah. and how we do really emphasize your point. There's even, I just even like the little quick shots of the animals where it's like a, there's like the bull and he's eating and it's like a really slow, like tracking shot. And mm-hmm. like that, there's, I think one of my favorites is that the horse is just like having a cigarette and it's yeah. just a slow shot. Like I really like that it'll go from kind of having, I guess what you would say, like the narrative plot points that move the story along and then it'll have cut into it just kind of like mundane, like little yeah. scenes. And I like that stuff a lot. Oh, I, I thought like that worked too, really yeah. well. Um, but yeah, but then it's, but then it's edited with you know scared humans in a pen and it's like oh that's like that doesn't it it feels a little disjointed 
yeah honestly like the the editing of the movie is what what i find hold it holds it back like it really feels like it could have worked just as well like if you're if your point is this like psa type thing right mm-hmm. uh, humans as animals it really would it could have worked just as well as a short or even like a 30 second infomercial like those meth commercials oh right yeah, yeah like <laughs> that's, that's honestly like what i got in terms of tone in terms yeah. of message but I like the the cigarette commercials the tobacco ones where they're like pulling out chunks of their skin and yeah like it's like i get the message you know? yeah that's that's the whole thing it's like and we don't really add to that like and because of how we keep jumping around we don't gain attachment to any of these characters like of whom there are too many um yeah. the fact that you have all of those people in the pen like we can't like it just needed to be like a one shot type thing right um so, so because we keep jumping around the the film is too long yeah because of that which is unfortunate considering like i said it's it's barely an hour long so yeah. it is it does it is too long um yeah and so nothing lands because though like because the things you keep coming back to are so different like the, what you keep cutting between is like the animals the the people in the pen and then like the dude who's like a dog fighter yeah you know? the dog yeah yeah like that's that's really the 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 problem i have with it is is they seem to be suggesting different things at the same time right which just kind of uneasy but without gaining awareness or attachment with what they're trying to say yeah i think watching this movie it's we we talk about like the language of film and and i think this does like i said while it's obvious it does a good job of telling its story just through what you're seeing on screen and i think if you if you like want to get better at like figuring that stuff out and learning like, oh, this is this is a, a different way of telling a story. I think this movie is good for that reason. Absolutely. Great place to start. Yeah, because it is. It is an obvious story. And it, I think maybe give a little more background on it. it. It's essentially like, it's kind of a story on how we treat animals, except people are like represented as the animals, like being pushed into a pen and they're scared like at a slaughterhouse or uh, there's a human character like essentially playing a dog who ends up in a, in a, in a dog fight. And all the animals it's like people with like animal heads on they represent human beings you know in in like in reality and so while like yeah like i said i think the story is obvious it's it's cool to see like kind of that that switch and i think it's a it's a cool unique way to tell a story but like i said it's just it's too long and it's too obvious but but i think this is a good learning the language of film i think it's a good like like you said starting point for it for sure yeah and with the language of film i also don't understand why there's a score in this in this movie i do want to get to the sound i think all the best stuff is when there's no sound yeah like, well no, not, no score no score not yeah no sound like, like all, all the best stuff is like when they're in the vehicles and it's like so creepy like all the human characters are like scared and all you hear is like like a diesel motor going and they're just driving somewhere and you don't really know what's going on and it gives like this real unease to it yeah i like i think that's great all the best stuff is like i think like the ambient sound Oh yeah, exactly. The ambient sounds say everything, like the clinking of the chains, the the rustling of branches, the whirring of the saws, that disgusting squelching sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all of it, it's all you need. Like music here creates drama, but this is just a sick reality that doesn't have any emotion. Like this is just the state of things, and removing the music would really emphasize this bleak nihilism of the film's message. Yeah, I think it has too many of those like horror stingers in it, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like that just that sharp sound right away. And it's like, you've already set the mood. Like, you don't need to tell me when to be scared, you know? Like, I, I, I don't like that stuff yeah. in movies at all. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't in, like being in the horror fight. genre. I hate it. Yeah, I think there's, I think it's in, in all genres of film, but yeah, um, in horror especially, it does feel like it's even more heavy handed. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. I, I don't know. I don't think there needed to be a score to this. I think you're totally right. Um, but yeah, it's, I do love all like uh, like the rustling of the leaves and stuff like kind of when they're 
you have like the hunter out there tracking down people. I love that. I I think all of that works really well. But, yeah. But but the one thing it like the of the hunter like I just didn't like that we kept cutting back to him three different times. It did not. I did not understand the purpose of showing him in the beginning, then in the middle, and then at the end. It made no sense um, for the message for the purpose of this film. Yeah, I I don't really get it either. Besides that, it looks really cool. They're like, we need to end this film more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to talk about. I mean, this movie is basically it's about how we treat animals. You know, like you have the humans in the back of a truck being, I think, like sent to like a slaughterhouse, and like they're scared to get out of the truck. And you have like the bull come in and kind of shoo them out and everything. And I think like it, it does a good job. I mean, it's, it's conveying kind of what the story is, you know, like this is, this is how we treat animals. But when you put like humans in that position, I think you have like a different sense of sympathy for it. Where it's like, oh, we just, we think of them as like, it's just livestock, it's just food. But then to like have it represented as human beings, it's like, it, it gives a different perspective on it, which I, I think is the message here. Yeah. And I also wonder like what I think that the, the most interesting question here is like, obviously the film posits that if we weren't the most cognitively advanced species, we would be hunted for food and game. And when we look at humans being treated the same way, um, then suddenly we have sympathy. We think like, oh, that's gross and wrong. So I agree with what it's saying. But then then you get the, the moral quandary uh, of cultivating a system of empathy that extends to all creatures while at the same time satisfying our biological needs for food. Like both of these impulses, nutrition and community are biological drivers that shape how organisms interact with the environment. So it's not like one necessarily needs to be above the other, you know, when we talk about humans and the world that we create, but they're both, uh, uh, so they're both important with that regard. So the question then becomes is, is this film saying that the system is more cruel than it needs to be or is it saying that treating all life as anything less than human is wrong so that's what what i do i wish they had emphasized more on is it just there's a humane way of doing this or is it just pure veganism right i think i think i have a note that it was like this movie is a activist vegan's wet dream as far as it's <laughs> as far as its message um i think it, it hit the nail on the head for like that uh like that audience uh, but but I do agree. I think it's like, I, I like to think of it more as like the style that we do it in the, the way we treat animals and like livestock and like these huge farms is not great. And so I like the idea of like having a bunch of scared people to really drive that home be like, this is probably how animals feel like terrified. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then I do, I also want to talk cause it's kind of like you, you have kind of the view of like the livestock and then you have the view, uh, kind of your other plot, which is following the human character who's essentially like a dog. Mm-hmm. He gets rescued by a dog and I actually thought this was going to have a kind of a different tone or like turn in the story where he's like being cared for. He gets fed, his wounds are cleaned. And I was like, okay, this is kind of neat. I thought it was going to kind of tell a story of we view like livestock. We think of them like, oh, dinner. But then like another animal, like a dog, we're like, oh, pet, we need to care for this. Like this is going to be a part of our home, a part of our family. But they're all represented by humans. And so I thought it was going to be a kind of a story about how we treat some animals differently than we treat other animals. Like some of them have are valued totally differently. And so I thought that's what the story was going to be about. But then they immediately put the, the guy into like a dog fight. And I was like, okay, it's just more about how we treat animals badly. Yeah. I would have liked the story oh. a lot more. I think if it showed like kind of the juxtaposed nature of like, why do we treat dogs so nicely? But then like we treat livestock like crap, you know, it's like yeah. there should still be like intrinsic value to every form of life that they still, even if we're going to raise them to be eaten, there should be some quality of life there, you know? 
Yeah, I absolutely agree. I didn't even think of that about that because, like, I mean, I kind of thought that, like, oh, he's taking care of the dog, like, uh, or the 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 man, and but like the whole time it was still like he had him on the chain, he had him locked up in a storehouse. Uh, it was all like through everything. It was very creepy still. So it right. didn't, so I wasn't sure if we were emphasizing uh, the fact that this person is still scared. But I, but because of that, I also never felt like we were going to turn a corner and be like, start treating him nice and like, this, like how this was different than how we were treating livestock. Um, so then when it ultimately did become the dog fight or when he talked to the horse, honestly, when he talked to the horse and I realized, okay, yeah, for sure. This guy is just going to do something messed right. up with him. Yeah. So yeah, I, I guess I had that thought for a moment and I really, yeah, I, w- I wish they had like, I wish they had created a little more nuance around this film that just like i and like if you're gonna do like this slow burn it works better if you follow one character because it's just this it's just this existential crisis for this thing that's confused and and um and scared and hurt but when you keep jumping back between them it's 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 really more about like like i was saying like bleak nihilism right like in general but it's not as strong that's why, like the way it was put together, the way it's edited, that's why I really thought it was going to be a story of like, like two different, like how we, the two different styles and two different ways we treat different animals. That's why the reason it went back and forth. And then when it ends up kind of becoming the same thing in the end, like we are still, we treat dogs bad as well. I was like, man, you, like you said, nuanced, there could have been a more nuanced story there. That's one thing I would change. I think that that would have been, I mean, you can still get the point across about, you know, poor treatment of livestock and everything. And I think that would drive home even more if you have one animal that's treating better purely because like in society, we've just decided that dogs are cute and fun and we like them. And then uh, cattle are, are are good to eat. So we treat them differently. I, I like that idea better, uh, but I didn't direct this. And so it's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. So one question I did have for you, because when I watched the trailer, I thought that the, uh, I thought there was going to be CGI and they're all just puppet heads. Yeah. I, I wanted to know, obviously, you and your costumes. I do, I do have a note about that. Okay, I want to I want to hear because I don't really have a lot of thought thought on it, other than like yeah. the way they shot it. Obviously, is to emphasize to to not emphasize the the weird um, fake nature of it. You know, the ram looks kind of weird, like especially its eyes, because it's very it's lit in a in a way that really highlights a lot of its uh, features and, and just very much a yeah. mask but i wanted to know what your thoughts on all of that right. was I'm, I'm glad you brought up the costumes uh first of all i think the deer one is the best one i think that's probably what majority of the budget went to because that's <laughs> it's the best looking one uh and yeah i agree with you i thought it was going to be cgi stuff because the dog's barking yeah uh, i think it works really well because they're smart about how they go about filming it it's a the camera's moving a bit which that's a point where i think the handheld cam works where and, yeah. and it's edited in a way that like you're not you don't get enough time to really concentrate on the masks to realize that they're maybe not that good also the the dog's head being yeah. so black like when when he first approaches the man chained up on the tree that's actually a really that that camera doesn't move much at right. all but it's so so dark and so underexposed that we don't see how how goofy it is i honestly thought he was wearing a hood the whole right. time like i said yeah like i think it's for probably the first 40 minutes of the movie, I think they do a good job of like being clever about how they film them, kind of knowing that maybe these aren't like the best masks we have. Like uh, uh, the shots of the horse are from his back and you just hear, hear him like with the saw and stuff. Like I think there's a lot of clever uh, camera work to hide the fact that these maybe aren't great. And the reason I think they aren't great is because then you get to the dog fight scene and that's when like they, they, they the, masks, the masks are too well lit and you spend too much time looking at them to like take them seriously anymore. 
that's like when that's when like that whole aesthetic fell apart for me because it was totally working for me the whole movie i was like i like this idea a lot like i said this this movie is really interesting to start and it becomes less interesting as it goes on and that's one part where i was like okay this that aesthetic is falling apart for me it doesn't work well i'm seeing too much of a a pug mask that doesn't look good uh (laughs) so i think if you if they like i said I, i think one thing that makes this movie so much better is if you keep it more vague and more mysterious and part of doing that would be to continue doing what they did to start the movie to like not put too much emphasis on the masks and just more of like the actions i think is what makes those like the the animal characters better yeah uh, but yeah i i liked the costumes and stuff at first and i was like oh okay you're losing me here yeah and and yeah so we, what you mean like uh, like how it started like that whole scene of him being chained to the tree is fantastic yeah it's i got i got wonderful. seriously like saw hostile vibes from that like, yeah like kind of like the the helplessness of and 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 you're just thrown into the story you have no context for it and so you're immediately like I think you identify with that character like it's it's easy to be frightened along with him because you're like I don't know what's going on the same way he doesn't seem to know what's going on yeah why is his back messed up why is it a tree by the side of the road yeah who's in the car why is he yeah interested and then scared of it yeah I like to think of it as like you know I mean people there are stray dogs that get rescued all the time and that's why I sort of thought this is going to be like a heartwarming story about the dog because he gets rescued I thought and then he gets his wounds clean and I was like okay cool like okay this is going to show the good side and then, yeah, then the dog fight happens. But that's what I think is like like a stray. Maybe the, the chain isn't like, you don't need to take it necessarily like literally. I like to think of it more he just found the dog and he's like, oh, you're going to fight. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I think. Uh, what do you think of the buckets? Did you like, what do you think they were right away? Uh, right away, I thought they were, uh, I mean, I don't know about right away. I think I thought that they, they were uh, uh, like human meat. That's what I put down. It's like white buckets. Human meat was the, and then it ends up being like that at the end because the one dog gets loaded up at the end with the horse who has all the buckets, and I'm assuming he gets turned into meat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It's like there's not there's not a lot of clever stuff in this movie. I feel like I got most of it right away. Yeah, it's there's not a lot of depth. Like you, like our camera is is speaking and it's saying everything we need to, but it's not creating like it's not also at the same time. Uh, creating deeper ideas with how we're shooting things there weren't like there weren't like uh shots of bloody saws or like um a lot of times like like i wish there had been more like uh like if you noticed their code said gea uh, yeah i don't know what that stands for but i yeah I, and one of them like the the back uh the the bulls one said something about like animal processing or something like that yeah. like production it was something like that and i just wish there was more like almost like like corporate um uh blandness to it like this is just a system man like yeah. this is just all it is because then you could kind of hammer home that note of like like big livestock you know like yeah like that kind of that conglomerate and how it treats animals too instead because this sort of seemed like a small like small farm you know it would have been i, I would i think you're probably right it would have been better if it was like a i'm probably sure it has to do to budget but if it was like a big processing sort of factory and it was tons of people in it i think then like that message maybe matters more yeah i kind of exactly. like that idea yeah, if it was more like more like centralized, or whether it was, if, if there was like just a bunch of paperwork and it was just like dude doing his job, not necessarily. I love that idea. Like, like yeah. one of the animals, it's it's like filing like tax paperwork. And he's got like <laughs> I know they all have like hands, but I would just love hooves. Like <laughs> clop, 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 clop. that would have been, been a little too goofy for me, but but I but, do like the idea of like maybe show like the uh, the corporate you know, uh, bureaucracy side of, you know, like how we treat livestock and stuff. I think that'd be interesting too. And then the yeah. CD underbelly of, uh, of dog fighting, 
you yeah. know, to like kind of juxtapose that. I think that would have been an interesting. This would be like a really great mini series. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. That with just like a like you've got dog fighting, you've got, um, you know, like animal husbandry. Um, then you've got like uh, your your whole kill farms and everything, and like how how like you can turn you can t- basically turn any animal interaction and make it really uncomfortable because even the idea of owning pets is when you put a human into that role, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, it changes the perspective totally, which is the part of this film I think works. Like seeing people in this situation is what makes this story work. Yeah. I like too to think if you want to do like a little mini series, you could do one episode on like hunting. You know, it's like, yeah, it, like animals minding their own business in their habitat. And we're like, let's go trophy hunting. And, and I'm, I'm not against I would love it if it yeah. was just like a mall too. Yeah. And all of a sudden there's like, you know, like deer show up. I'm like, oh shit. Or like have a, have like mounted like people heads like at a, like a bass pro shop, you know, they have that. <laughs> like, that'd, be, that'd be great. Um, not that I'm knocking hunting. I think there's plenty of people who do it. Like, I think like if you're doing it for food, like if you, if you go yeah. out and get a tag and you do that, but I like trophy hunting is the big problem I have. So if you wanted, I think you could have had, you could have a story that emphasizes that aspect of how we treat animals. You know, I, I think there's, a, there's enough interesting stuff in this that, yeah, you're probably right. This works better if like 15 minute episodes probably. With, yeah, with almost a couple like, different stories. Yeah, yeah, like Anonymous Animals Black Mirror Edition. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like a little anthology series. Yeah. No. I yeah. think that idea. I think that idea works a lot better because uh, mm-hmm. you can, like I we had said, this movie's too long to convey a message that we get right away. I think. So, yeah. So to so to have that like split up into a couple different like uh, you know mini episodes, I think would work better. I yeah. agree with that. Sounds like that's going to be our next project. Yeah. Yeah. I like <laughs> that. The anonymous animal spinoff series. I like. You're that. You're in charge of making all of the masks. Yeah. Um. Do you have final thoughts on this one? I mean, that's pretty much it. I just wish there was more. I wish there was more in terms of question, more in terms of nuance, um, and it was edited differently. Like I don't think it's necessarily too long. It's just it's too long for the way they they decided to make it. Right. I think for me, the big thing make it more vague. Because like we, like you said, the opening is awesome. Like you're like, why is this dog here? What is this? What? Why, why is he picking up this human? Like, what's what's the story here? And then, and then it just kind of tells you right away. Uh, but but I also think that this is a good movie to watch if you just, I mean, it's only an hour. I disagree with that IMDb comment. That's it's a waste of sixty minutes. I don't think it's yeah. a waste. I I thought it was like fine enough to watch. Like also, did you notice like the last shot what they did there, when the deer is the buck is chasing the human? Yeah. Did you did you notice how they switched them? No, you have to. Yeah, that was that. I didn't realize it at first. the 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 guy is the one that with the gun actually, and oh, he's really? the one that shoots. Oh, because okay. what happens is they start showing um half of the bodies, the feet and the upper torso, and then they slowly start morphing them. So the okay, guy gets okay. a coat, and then he's dressed just like the 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 buck. And then it's just the buck's head. Then all of a sudden the dude stops. He's dressed just like the buck and he's the one that shoots the gun. It's 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 a fun camera work. It's totally unnecessary because we already understand yeah. exactly what you were trying to say. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really driving home. It's like we were the we're the animals after all. Like <laughs> yeah, it's like, but dude, like we get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um yeah, but I, I how many uh, how many how many point bucks would isn't that isn't that how they rate them? How many points a buck has? Yeah, how, how many points? Yeah, how many points would you give this one? It's like a five point five. Okay, it's not bad. It's 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 refreshing to see something different like this, without completely without dialogue. I loved how they used sign language at one point. Mm-hmm. Like that was the only language that we ever saw. That's cool. Yeah, uh, I think for this movie, 
got its limited release the same day uh, Eternals came out, the Marvel movie. And so I'm glad that we chose to do a review on this small movie and not that. I think because I think smaller stuff like this deserves to you know get its its day in the in the light, you know, its day in the sun. So yeah. I, I, I like I. While I don't think this is a masterpiece or anything, I think it's worth watching. Uh, I would, I'd probably, I'd probably go like four because it's 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 interesting until it's not and it's too obvious. So yeah, uh, but yeah, um, yeah. I think with that we'll, we'll wrap this one up. Uh, you can find our podcast on uh, any podcast platform, uh, you know, like iTunes and, and uh, Spotify, pretty much anywhere. If you want to get in contact us with uh, with us, we have a email at uh, now this is podcasting one zero zero at gmail.com. Uh, and also, uh, we put these all on YouTube, so there's the comment section there. Uh, I like. I know you can also comment on Spotify, but we don't check those. Oh, I didn't even know that I was. I didn't a thing. even know that was a thing. I'll have to figure that out because I like I like checking them, and, and I, I reply to most all of them. We don't get like a ton of comments, but uh, we we get suggestions and stuff on there. So we have movies coming up uh, that have been suggested to us there. Uh, so yeah. Indies is still coming out yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, thank you for listening to. Now this is podcasting. <laughs>